What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hey, 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 welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your weird host and loving host and <laughs> a live host, <laughs> barely, barely alive, <laughs> Megan and Suzanne. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. We are uh, we are live from Mexico, Playa del Carmen, mm-hmm. and I tell you what, it has been quite an adventure already. <laughs> Just trying to get away from the beat that goes, like, to actually do the show has been a feat in of itself. It really has. <laughs> and uh, Megan might have drank a little too much tequila last night. <laughs> and I might have gotten, like, seriously sunburned yesterday, unknowingly, somehow. So <laughs> the fact that we're here and live and doing the show is quite a miracle, I would say. <laughs> and it's because we're so magic. <laughs> and, and it kind of relates to our topic a little bit. It really does. Our producer just called us a hot mess. And I think it really applies. Like, you're hot. Yeah. You got yeah. sunburned, and I'm a mess. <laughs> Between us, we're a hot mess. I love us. Yes, but you know, our topic today is about <laughs> problems, you know, and the perceived problems that we have in our lives. And you could have said that the last 24 hours, was a lot of problems for mm-hmm. us, right? Mm-hmm. But when you got problems, you just create. And that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> we're creating a show for you fine folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what's true is that any problem can be out-created. And I would say it's very been a very interesting thing because Megan has been trying to tell me this for many, many years, I would say. Many hey. years, many years. About, you know, the fact that if I'm such a drama queen, that maybe that energy could go somewhere, you know, and not into drama. What? And that, like, if I didn't focus so much on my problems, then maybe they would go away <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. I mean, she's been, like, you know, doing that thing where she likes to kind of do universal wisdom for a lot of years. And so I took her advice in actually 2018 one of my main words is create, 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 create. Mm-hmm. And I would have to say that I really, really have taken it upon myself to create like a mofo this year. I mean, would you not say that I have been in massive creation mode since mm-hmm. the beginning of the mm-hmm. year? Every single day mm-hmm. I've been creating. Yes, yes, Christine. I'm I'm a creative bitch. <laughs> Hashtag CB. <laughs> so, what a handle. I know, right? That's my handle. That's my new handle. Um, but what I would say, it's been such an interesting experiment 
but for the first time in my life, putting creation above everything else. Um, and I would say that my results have been extraordinary. I mean, I really am now on vacation trying to kind of like escape all my clients <laughs> and all the work that's waiting for me at home because I've been creating so much that like I'm, my, hiding from your I'm hiding from my creations now. Good job. They're so big and prolific, and they're taking over any spare time I ever had. <laughs> so, and no, in all honesty, though, it really has been amazing. I mean, as I've had some really intense emotional like moments um, where I felt like I could not even like I was too emotional. I couldn't actually create. Like I was too. I was I was so depressed that I couldn't um you know go and see that or and be a space for the client that was coming right like I've had so many of those moments actually in the last 3 months of feeling really like I couldn't create like I couldn't actually bring myself to do the telecall and there's this been this commitment um in me around creation, no matter what, like whatever it takes. Um, and I feel like that I show up, I show up no matter, no matter if I was just sobbing a five minutes before, no matter if I, no matter what I'm showing up and creating and what has happened has been miraculous. Like, I feel like that I'm actually such a channel for spirit in that place almost like I can't help but surrender and just get help. I feel like some of my best work has come through some of those lowest moments. And so not that I want to create that way all the time. I don't want to get to low load in order to create, but I never thought I could. I never thought I could step out of that kind of sadness or that kind of drama, trauma, or that kind of personal, just like, moments of like low and really step into creation and and not even just do a good job but do like an amazing job right so yeah so that's been such an incredible gift to me around this topic you know and I would I'm so proud of you I really am because I remember when stuff would go down for you what whatever it was like you would literally take yourself out and kind of spin out in the emotional energy mm -hmm. of it, you yeah. know, and you would just get worse actually. Because I'd be a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a, a girl. cry, whiny girl. <laughs> Go like get in my bed and cover up my head with the pillow. <laughs> be like, no, and take a bet. No, I'm not going to do the radio show today. <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. The, if you go into the archives, those the shows were like, Suzanne's on vacation today. AKA, <laughs> uh, Suzanne is an emotional wreck. <laughs> Taking a total two year old fit, being a complete brat. <laughs> well, and all the way to this, and I would say, really, it's been happening the last six months, not just this year, but I would say the last few months of last year and into mm -hmm. this year. And 
like it's been so amazing because like all like you'll be in like an upset will be in an upset or something and normally I would say that I wouldn't we wouldn't be able to have a like I wouldn't find you again Suzanne mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. for like a day mm-hmm. and like a couple hours later you're like hi I get a text I'm like what's happening I've been creating and I'm like oh thank Jesus thank god for creating thank everyone because it's it's been it's so poignant to see that and i've known the power of that because i've been doing that for so long like Mm -hmm. i learned a long time ago that like if i could actually just show up whatever it was was to the podcast or to the client or to the class that the class itself the creation itself would heal whatever was happening it would show me what I needed to see. It would bring the awareness that I needed to have mm-hmm. to, to, and sometimes I didn't even need anything to resolve whatever it was. I was just in my poop because, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time we won't even create in part because we're so used to feeling bad. We're so mm-hmm. used to swirling in the emotions. We're so used to swirling in our problems and we're used to sort of a low frequency living and so one of the reasons that we don't just create, because most of us know that, most of us know if we just get up and make something, mm-hmm. that things will be better, right? Mm-hmm. But we're so resistant to living in that the high vibration that creation is. Mm-hmm. And so I, I actually believe that we create problems in part because we're unwilling to stay in that big energy. Like you said, you're hiding from your creations. Yeah. Because it is. <laughs> It is a big energy and yeah. it's a huge aliveness, huge up level of like living and mm-hmm. um and so it's it's really interesting. I, I I had an experience eight years ago where kind of everything went boom, like my both my parents died in a period of six months. I ended a uh community, a thirteen year relationship and talk about one of those live under the covers, but like the Your cat even died. Oh yeah, my cat <laughs> Oh my God! Now I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> my cat, who I had for 21 years, I thought she was gonna outlive me. I really did. But like, it all happened in like a six month period of time, and I was like, I, I didn't even. Most days, it actually saved me to get up for a client, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know, like, how am I gonna contribute from this place? Because I'm freaking mushball, mm-hmm. and I can't even hardly talk or walk. But I would show up for my clients. And I would ask, how can this be of service? Mm-hmm. How can this contribute? And every time, you know what? I cracked some of my hardest nuts to crack during that time mm-hmm. because, like, I had like a couple of clients uh, that were real big head cases, and like me being that raw and that vulnerable actually brought them into their heart and brought them into deeper aspects of themselves. Like, it, I had some of my most amazing session work during that time mm-hmm. and like and so I've seen in my own life at my very very sort of worst hardest down times how creation saved me mm-hmm. it literally saved me yeah yeah I, I feel that same way I mean it's oftentimes when I go into the Akashic Records and do my readings if I'm like even if I'm off you know like sometimes you just wake up and you're kind of off it's not like something really bad is happening. It's just that you're off and you, the last thing you want to do is 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 create. And yet when I allow myself to just 
be like, just go do it anyway. And just be in the records. It's like this energy of peace and joy comes through it. And it's, so it's exactly what Megan says. Like sometimes the morning I'll be like off or whatever. And then like an hour later, I'll be as happy as can be, mm-hmm. you know, just bouncing. I'm living wall. with Sybil. <laughs> I'm living with Sybil too. <laughs> what does this say about us? <laughs> I feel like we're, we're, we're all energy. We're all energy. But we're dynamic and potent. <laughs> I.e. Sybil. <laughs> right? Our Christine. Two siblings and a cat and a dead and cat. A dead cat. <laughs> God, <laughs> right? Thank Jesus, right? And this is the weekend to thank him. <laughs> it is the weekend to say happy Easter, everyone. Um, we're on. You'll be listening to this on Wednesday, I think, April fourth, and this is March thirty first. Actually, guess what, everybody? It's our anniversary today. Did we say that? No, we didn't. It is. It's our eighth anniversary. Whoa, we made it. And I would have to thank creation for that. (laughs) And actually, that's relevant because what we have noticed in um, our relationship is that when something is asking to be created, co-created between Mm -hmm, us, mm -hmm. um, you know, be it a house, be it a radio show, be it a book, whatever it is, a call or a class, that when something's trying to come through, we will often resist it to the point where we create conflict. Mm-hmm. We didn't know this. It's not like, oh, let's not create, let's have conflict. But what we noticed is that when we would hit a patch of conflict, that oftentimes right after the conflict, this big creation would come through, this big idea to do this big thing would come through us. And sometimes individually with what we were individually doing and oftentimes something that we were going to be creating together. And I remember years ago, um, my mentors, Gay and Katie Hendricks, who who I'll actually be referring to them a couple of times in today's show because they had some really great tools around shifting your energy, whatever it is, whatever you're calling a problem, into creation and the the potency of that. So, um, but anyway, they they were talking about um, how if you have, so I'll back up. I uh, was trained in couples coaching uh, with Gay and Katie. It's body-centered couples coaching, and they would totally be worth a look up. Their work is really Mm -hmm. amazing. Um, They've got like eight best-selling books, something like that. But anyway, um, I remember them saying that when a couple comes to you in conflict, they have a conflict cycle, um, get them creating. Because conflict is um, thwarted creation. It's unused creation. It's uh, resisted creation. It's a creative life force that, because here's the thing, you guys, we have like, if you can think about it, if you have like 10,000 kilowatts of energy running through you, running through your cells, running through your body, and it has to go somewhere. So if we're not creating, it will go into problems. It mm-hmm. will go into creating crap. It will go into conflict. And well, so this what is true, this is true in relationship, and it's also true in your own life too you know what i mean like not we're talking about relationships specifically right now because we're talking about our because we're talking about our eight-year anniversary but we're but (laughs) so glad so glad i just want to say that if you're not in relationship you're probably still doing this yes 
Well, you, we're always in relationship, right? With we're ourselves. With, yeah. the, with ourselves, with the boss, mm-hmm. with the neighbor, with the sister, with the mother, with the brother. Yeah, with, with all, the father. With the cat. With the cat. <laughs> right. We have all of these relationships. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let I us have feel a, it, please. I'm very... I have an awesome relationship with Gary, our cat now. Mm. Right? Mm, I love Gary. <laughs> Anyways. Anywho. Any, enough about us. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're goofy today. So, um, when, so the invitation was, and what they coached us as coaches to do with couples that had this going on was to actually ask each one individually if they would be willing to commit to their own creativity individually and together as a couple. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's really freaking amazing to see the change that that brings. That conflict in whatever form is misused, misidentified, misapplied creative energy. And when you've got more conflict or more problems than you do creation, it's because you've got a greater commitment, Mm -hmm. consciously or unconsciously, to live at that lower level, to Mm -hmm. live in problem, to live in struggle. Maybe you've learned that and mimicked that as the frequency of your family growing up. Yes, that would be a yes, Bob, for me. (laughs) Yes, Bob. Maybe, you know, that for whatever reason, and there's so many reasons that we that we tend to live at this lower frequency, right? But it there's nothing in your life that creativity and creation, the commitment to create, the commitment to your own creativity couldn't shift and change. Mm-hmm. There's not one thing that mm-hmm. that wouldn't change. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, why don't we do it? It's because we don't want to feel that good. Yeah. Right? And it's a practice because we're used to swirling and swirling in our problems. Yeah, And it's a practice to go, and we think that when we're at that lowest low that we can't possibly create, but it actually is the thing that will change everything. Even if, like, all you go, you go in the kitchen and you just make a cake, or, you know, you Mm. go outside and you create rock art, or (laughs) you, like, scribble, or you doodle, or you listen to music and dance, like, how many times have you been like kind of in your crap and a song came on and you started moving your body and all of a sudden the world didn't seem just so dark anymore. Yeah. That, that is a creative act. Mm-hmm. And so like, would you be willing just right now to go, okay, what if I made creation the highest priority? What if I made my creativity the highest priority? What if I, because I know commitment is a word that a lot of people have stuff on and uh, we don't have time on this show to undo all your stuff on the word commitment. <laughs> so yeah, I would say that word, but I think there might be some resistance. I'm kind of feeling it even now. <laughs> I feel like that's your resistance. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> would you like to clear me? <laughs> Everything you have on commitment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. But it is and what it's not. Everywhere you've aligned and agreed with it or resisted and reacted it, reacted to it. Can we uncreate and destroy all that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. But yes, like an intention and a commitment and a leaning in um, to commitment, to creation. Yes, we always facilitate each other. <laughs> Christine says you two are facilitating each other. Yes, we like to do that. <laughs> For better or worse, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, hey man, this is our our hour. We're paying good money for it. <laughs> we're gonna get our asses coached, <laughs> even if it is just with each other. Exactly. But we're amazing coaches. And yeah, and then we really are. all of you are just benefiting. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it looks as though it might be time for a break. It might be. I think it is the right time for a break. I'm not sure she's trying to take us off the air. Maybe we are that bad. <laughs> back on Love Life and All Things Weird after the break. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. <laughs> we are talking about, you got problems? Nah, you just need to create. <laughs> you don't got problems. Well, here's a really good thing like that I see so much with people is like, to me, like the energy of worry, right? Mm-hmm. Energy of worry is like, I'm scared to create. I don't mm-hmm. want to create. I'm mm-hmm. refusing creating, right? Because most of the things we worry about could be changed just with the act of creation. So let's say you're worried about money. Okay. So most of us, we worry about money and we freeze when actually if we just go, okay, what can I do to create money today? What can I do to create money right away? I did this um, this workshop. Uh, a couple of years ago, and it was, there was about 200 people in the room of uh, the world's kind of top coaches and leaders and trainers and things like that. And we were challenged at lunch break to go and create as much money as we could in two hours. Mm. 
And um, because it was kind of like, let's not talk about creating money. Let's not talk about creating prosperity. Let's go create it, right? Mm -hmm. And it was amazing to me how much money was generated on the on the two hour break. It was, I believe, it was in the neighborhood of three million dollars that the room had generated in, in two hours. In two hours, mm -hmm. yeah. One one was uh, uh, the one guy that got had a, a big challenge because he got no to getting funded for his um, nonprofit. Mm -hmm. But out of that no, actually came three million dollars a couple months later. So actually, a lot more was generated than that initial wow. amount. Mm -hmm. But people would like they had all these proposals, they had all these clients they hadn't called back. Um, you know, some people stood on the street with a hat and made money that way. Like mm -hmm. it was like it. It really showed sexual favors for money. Did you <laughs> what did well, you I don't know. That? I don't know how else I would have made that much money. <laughs> I'm just curious. Is this happening right now? Oh my god! Curious what sh what you did for your money. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she did. Yeah, she just said that. I can't believe it. Um, you're cute. But um, I, was, I was just talking about this at the last Live Your Magic in Dallas. Oh, by the way, free, I'll talk about that in a Live minute. Your Magic. Mm -hmm. Live Your Magic is launched, bitches, this year. <coughs> Woo! Baby, did we ever. Um, but I was talking about it. I actually Live Your Magic. And I, at the time that that happened, I had generated so much personal money that I actually got on this um, oh. this whole uh, I remember that raising mm -hmm. money for a man in Africa who mm -hmm. wanted to build schools and he needed to make some money um, as a courier to be able to do that and so but his motorcycle was broken so we mm -hmm. fixed one of his motorcycles and bought him another one so that he could so he could make his schools and um, it was such an amazing experience because what I noticed was is that when we when I'm not in survival, I look I'm really looking to see how I can change the world. And I think that's one of the reasons why creating um you know, creating wealth, creating lives that we want, creating ourselves to live at these high frequencies, that's when we really change the world. That's where we look to see where the gaps are in the world and where we can, you know, what we can create in the world becomes greater and greater, you know, from that place. And so, um, would I have done a sexual flavor, flavor, <laughs> a flavor to raise money to buy that man a motorcycle? Probably. I feel, I feel, I feel like I would. I feel like you would. I feel like I would. <laughs> whatever it takes, people. Whatever it takes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever it takes to create. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I see over and over and over again is that, like, okay, I can be worried about where my relationship's at and go, oh, I don't know if it's going to work out. Oh, no. Uh, 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 uh. Or I could go, okay, what could I create right now that would create connection? What could I do right now that would create closeness? Mm -hmm. What could I do right now to actually create what I want in relationship? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's money, relationship, career, whatever it is. It's like whatever you're worried about, whatever you're making a problem of, like what is it that you can create in that moment? Mm -hmm. And sometimes the creation is directly linked to what's happening. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not feeling close to my partner. So what can I do to create that closeness? Mm -hmm. Right? What can I create? Um, but sometimes like. 
you probably, I've seen you in the last few months, just go create your stuff. Like we've been in an upset or something and it hasn't been directly related to our upset. It isn't though you created from the upset, but you, yeah. cre- you just went into creation. I just went into creation mode, which then it just changes your whole, where you're coming from with your brain, you know, because so much is about survival energy. And when you're in creation, it's about thriving. And so it literally opens up your vision and opens up your uh, your brain to a new space and a new place so that when you even take a look at the problem or the upset, you can look at it from a different place. You can look at it from a different energy. You can look at it from a different part of your brain. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really just brain, mm-hmm. brain dynamics. Mm-hmm. Yep, because if you're in survival, i.e. I have this problem or I'm not going to be okay, you are in actually the back part of your brain mm-hmm. in the uh, amygdala area, which is your fight or flight area. It's right next to that. And it's a very, very tiny part of your brain. When you're in fight or flight, you're in actually the very smallest real estate of your brain. So the only thing available there, there's no new information available there. All there is is right and wrong and good and bad. Mm -hmm. That's all that exists in the survival part of your brain. But when you move into creation, and you could do that a lot of different ways, sometimes moving your body will take you out of that part of the brain, like running around the block or dancing or doing breath work, all those kinds of things will pop you into a different headspace where you actually might can see what you could be creating. But actually just going, okay, what can I create right now? Like like on the spot, challenge yourself to do 10 minutes of creative expression, whatever it is. It could be, you know, dance. It could be standing on your head. Like I do things like just move my body differently sometimes when I'm um, – when I'm in that place. And so there's like this, um, I think it's a practice of bridging to where we can pop into that other part of our brain because when we get into the creative real estate of our brain, that's a huge real estate. And there's huge possibilities. We access so many ideas. We can access so many possibilities in that different brain state, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> yes, yes. We did say breath work. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We didn't talk about breasts at all, although we could. We could. And we could talk shift. about breasts as a shift. Room. We could use that. I mean, Megan's breasts are very pillow-like, and I like them. <laughs> and I like laying on them, and that helps me get creative yeah. in my head. Yes. Yeah. So whatever it takes, people, this mm-hmm. is what we're saying. Whatever mm-hmm. it takes. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we really wanted to challenge you, right, to bring any problem that you thought that is not possible, it's not changeable through creative energy. And we really are serious about that. So um, serious is a heart attack. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Serious is a heart attack. So we, you, we give you the option. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, 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 I get it in theory. Sure. All right. Fine. But you really think that there's something that you cannot change through creation. Then we want you to post it on Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne as a question. And we will facilitate you through that. Mm-hmm. We will do one-on-one coaching with you. If you come to Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. On Facebook. On Facebook. You might have to ask to join if you ain't on there yet. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and ask us that question. We'd like to be challenged in this way. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, we would. Mm-hmm. Bring us, bring, bring us your downtrodden, your yes. weary, your yes, worries, your problems, your problems, mm-hmm. your yes. depression, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Bring it, bring it. Hey, you know that's one of the things that I used to do. Speaking of that, when I was doing more sort of trauma-based work. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people would come in with depression, because depression is actually a place where somebody's overly focused on themselves. They're over, they're like looking at themselves and their whole lives and why they suck. And it, it kind of, it's kind of a weird thing, but it's a form of self-obsession, depression, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And where we get obsessed with our problems mm-hmm. or obsessed with those kinds of things. And one of the very first things I, I had an instinct to do was actually have people volunteer. Because like, oftentimes people who are depressed weren't working. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing anything to bring their energy out. In fact, these days you can also get like a some kind of work compensation for depression so mm-hmm. that you're too depressed to work. But actually work or play or creation is what's required mm-hmm. to actually take that energy that's all coming inwards and like building up and becoming imploding. And imploding. That was the, thank you. Mm-hmm. That was the word I was looking for. That... um that we could actually express outward, mm-hmm. right? And it actually balances the energy. And it's amazing to see what happens when you're kind of full of yourself that way to just go help somebody, go contribute, say, what, where can I go serve? Who, who might be feeling worse than me right now that mm-hmm. I could support or, mm-hmm. you know, I could contribute to. And cause there's, I promise there's always somebody worse off than you. And like, when you can actually just look to where you can contribute, it will change the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say, I mean, depression can is very much, it can be a chemical imbalance in your brain. So we're not talking about like, you know, every person just go create and you can deal with your depression. Like we're not trying to, you know, say that at all. But we're, we are saying that those dips, and those places where you're imploding, that energy is stalling you. That, and I would say most everybody deals with some form of like low that you would maybe call depression or depressive type of energy. And that's what kind of what we're talking about. So we have a question, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what do you room. do? What do you do when your creation engine is stalled? What do you do? I mean, here's the thing, you guys. I would say that I probably am more challenged by this than this one over here. Um, because I don't know, you just have this go button and you like move, like, like even before, like you were cre- out creating your problems, you would go to the gym or you'd go into motion of mm-hmm. some sort. It seems like that's sort of a natural thing you do, but can you, can you speak to that for yourself? Have you ever felt stalled out? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've, I definitely, and I, and I really want to talk about creation in a broader term because I think when people feel like, oh, well, I don't feel creative today, right? Or I don't know how to create today. Um, We're talking about creation in a very broad sense. So like what Megan was saying earlier, as far as like putting on a song and dancing, that can be creative. That Mm -hmm. can be creation. Like any action you take is actually can be a form of creation. You're creating something different. You're actually creating a different um, energy, a different vibration in every action you take. So even the smallest things can be creation. So I, so I want to say that because 
we get caught up on this idea of creation. And for a long time, I didn't even think I was creating. I didn't even think I was a creative, quote, person. So when people would say, go create, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not creative. I don't know how to do that. You know, like I would, I didn't even think I had a creative engine, so to speak. Right. So what do you do when you're funny? Right. I know. And I'm super creative. I'm a very creative person. Mm -hmm. I'm very creative in my thinking, very like always on, you know, always on the go with my creations too. always taking action with my creations. So to, for me, I to feel like that I was like the least creative person on the planet is very strange to me now, but that's really how I felt. So for me, I think there's definitely times when I'm so caught up in my shit that I just, I'm like so almost committed to it. I'm like married to it, you know? And so I feel like there's this place where I cannot move or shake it or even want to like step out of it sometimes. Um, that I think is maybe what you're talking about in part about your creation engine is stalled, right? Where it's just, you, you just don't want to, you just don't want to. And I would say for me in those moments, it's about the tiniest shift move. It's about the tiniest step I can take. So, you know, for example, when I'm in upset in relationship, right? And that happens. That happens. Oh I know goodness. so rarely now. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> actually, much more rare now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I talk a lot about me as being addicted to conflict and drama, but it's getting better, people. It really is. Um, but I would say that there's, even if I have this moment of really like just even questioning my story, like I have the story I'm not wanted or whatever, and I'm going down the rabbit hole in that story. Um, creation for me is just in that moment, taking a deep breath and being like, is this true? Is the story really true? Or is this just something that I'm making up in this moment or going down a rabbit hole? I'll ask myself, am I going down a rabbit hole right now? Even that, that question is a form of creation. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the Hendrix, who I referred to earlier, they talked about that about 85% of conflict or problems that were any kind of an upset that we're having is simply a regurgitation of an old paradigm mm -hmm. from childhood mm -hmm. 99.99% of the time mm -hmm. that you're actually, what happened was is you got feeling, you got a certain level of connection or closeness or joy mm -hmm. and you actually don't know what to do with that. And this is back to that thing we were talking about with why we don't create more. Yes. And um, the fight itself is actually, it, it's an, it's non-issue, it's not issue related, it's actually you bringing your energy down. Mm -hmm. And so that's why just doing something silly, talking in a funny voice, mm -hmm. talking, you know, just doing something completely goofy that pops you into a different part of your brain, you're actually, you act, there's actually nothing to solve other than the fact that you were addicted to being in that lower frequency because you didn't know what to do with the higher frequency. Yeah. Did I explain that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, real, real good. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you. Like you very kind. Like very kindly. 
Um, I mean, for me, it's as it can be as small of a shift move as going outside and looking at the flowers or like listening to a bird. I mean, literally, this is what I use for me to kind of step out of my own way, my own wormholes, my own thought patterns, my own stuff. And it's probably sometimes it's like many of those choices, right? It starts with the question. It starts with the breath. It starts with moving my body out of the chair, out of the bed. It, it's about taking a bath. It's about going outside. It's about letting the sun come down on me. Like it's literally so many small, tiny actions of creation of sometimes that pulls me out of that place of stagnation, that place in my brain that I get stuck into, you know? So sometimes I, it takes dozens of them, dozens of those little, little shift moves for me. Right. So we got to go on break. Mm -hmm. Right. We'll talk more about problems and no problems and creation when we get back on love life and all things weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body, and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. <laughs> we are talking about shift moves around this question of what do you do when your creation engine is stalled? And what would you say about this, Megan? Oh, I have things to you say. You have things to say. I, I knew you did. Mm -hmm. I could feel it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I think the question can be like um, come from a different couple different places. So sometimes our creation engine is stalled out because we're depressed or because we have emotional stuff going on. And I think you spoke to that really well. Um, I think sometimes for me, like I'm creating so much and so often that I sometimes feel like really drained. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll like, oh, I just don't want to create anything for five minutes or whatever, you know. Um but for me, it's about filling the creative engine. It's like putting gas in it. Mm. So for me, it's like, what is it that feeds me creatively? And so like um, listening to classes, reading books, journaling, um, which journaling is a creative act. And how I look at, by the way, my way of defining creativity is that you bring something into being that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. So if I talk in a funny voice and say something that voice hasn't said before, that's something new. If I write an email, that's bringing something, that's creating something that wasn't in form before. So bringing something to form that wasn't in form before, right? That's all it is, essentially. And um, easy peasy, people. Easy peasy, yeah. So um, for me, uh, like maybe going to like going to the ocean or looking at art or like bringing bringing the energy of creation into me in some way. Like you talked about the bird or whatever, mm-hmm. and you kind of spoke to that. But I I feel like sometimes when the engine is stalled and it's not because like I'm really in anything. It really, for me, that's a sign that I need to to put gas in the engine. Mm-hmm. And and what is it that lights me up? Going to a show, going to a movie. Oh my gosh, movies are so like inspiring for me. I I would say I'm still creating from the inspiration that The Greatest Showman was for me. Yeah, you know. And every yeah. time I think about it, and every time I hear a song from it, I'm like, oh, I get all excited, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like it's it so resonates to my message to the world mm-hmm. and bring your weirdos, bring your weirdos to what live your magic. I'm calling it when people ask me what I do now, I'm telling them that um, I have a transformational circus that I'm taking around the world. Yes. <laughs> at a city near you, mm-hmm. at a country near you very mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. So, but it's, it is like, what is it that inspires you? And, and like, Go inspire yourself. And because at the end of the day, we're responsible for inspiring ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, inspire means in breath. So it's like bringing into yourself something that can charge the engine up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that's what inspire meant. Yeah. Inspire means breath. In in is bringing is in breath. Whoa, people. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa from the databanks somewhere <laughs> below where the tequila rested last night is this <laughs> altering information. <laughs> and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. So mm-hmm. how inspiring is that? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> how cool is that? So, yeah, like, um, well, I wanted to speak to that thing about, like, just bringing one thing into being, like, in, for like however many years working with clients and and kind of working with them when they get stalled out or when something's not happening, money's not happening, the deal isn't happening, whatever it is. It's so amazing to me how it boils down to the smallest creative act that they're yes. resisting. Yes. The very smallest. Like I rem- there are times, you guys, and it's like 
sometimes they people get a little bit like, this is what I'm doing with my session time. And I'm like, yeah, because you just spent the whole week resisting this. And I'll literally sit with them while they write that email they don't want to write. Yeah. I'll literally sit with them. I had this guy and like he just kept procrastinating this whole thing. And his like money flows were in the tank and everything else. And it was because of one five-minute call that he was avoiding. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're calling that guy right now, and I'm just going to sit here and watch you. Mm-hmm. You know, and he did it, and it like it will all this stuff opened up, all this energy went in motion, all these connections started to happening, and his money flows changed. It's like it's the smallest act of creation sometimes that is the key that is the portal to the possibilities and to living in that place of possibility and the flow of creation. And oftentimes, it's if for me, okay, so I hate writing emails. I'm so I'm I'm less good at it than some people it might. Just hope. I really wish you had a personal assistant to write your email for you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be real, mm-hmm. real good. What? Well, yeah. Hashtag life goals. Yeah, she fired herself as the personal assistant, but she was lovely <laughs> at writing the emails. I have to say, but it's it's so. But when I started, if you'll notice, my writing is better with this stuff. Like even like the copy for the show and stuff is getting better. You know why? Why? Because you did it? No. <laughs> well, that too. But I, Sorry, listen. wrong answer. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, like, um, when I really began to see that the act of writing an email was a creative act. Mm. And when it was like, oh, I'm creating something that didn't exist before because I'm a I'm a whore for creation. Yeah, you are. So what, <laughs> I really am. What maybe that's why you asked me if I gave sexual favors. I for know them. exactly for oh, creation. Oh, because I'm a whore for creation. Yes. Oh, that's for that. Okay. <laughs> I just thought you were being rude <laughs> or cheeky and very cheeky. So. That is a T-shirt. Christine says that's a T-shirt. <laughs> I'm a whore for creation. <gasps> That is a T-shirt. I think you should say it the way you say whore, too. Oh. <laughs> How do you tell tell the people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a whore. <laughs> You're a whore. You're a whore for creation. That's what you are. Oh, I went English. I know. I went from Jewish to English. Jewish to English. Right in that small amount of space. Anyway, back, that was the tequila back to the program. Okay. <laughs> I can't blame everything on tequila, apparently. Most things. <laughs> Most things. Especially in Mexico. <laughs> and if we were in Italy, it would be wine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or limoncello. 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 So. Grappa. Gra- oh, that stuff's so bad. <laughs> Grappa is horrible. Okay, back to the program. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Enough about us again. Okay, when I started seeing those emails or the copy, because I used to resist the hell out of all that stuff. And yeah. once I started seeing it as a creative act, which it is, mm-hmm. it became more fun. I was like, oh, I'm going to put something, I'm going to create something that wasn't here before. Mm-hmm. And it's this email or this copy or, you know, this newsletter or whatever, like, I'm, I've noticed a huge shift not only in my gap and my willingness to just do it, but also in it, in the quality of it. Mm-hmm. Are you getting better, huh? Yeah, you are. I mean, your copies sometimes is just out of the park so great. Really? Yeah, I really like it. Well, my goodness. Yeah. Thank you. Props, man, to this creation. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 
So like looking at different areas of your life that you feel like they're stuck or stalled or whatever and going, what is the smallest act of creation that um, that's missing here? What is the one thing that I could do that I could create that would change this? Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes to that. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, we haven't talked about Live Your Magic. Because Live Your Magic, one of Megan's creations is that it's coming to London. Mm-hmm. That just happened, like, not very long ago. A couple of weeks ago. Couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it's the end of June, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can go to MeganSolito.com and see all the details. Why don't you want to come to London? Yeah, Are you kidding don't? me? Yeah. Well, and we're working on Ireland. And yes. I think it'll be the weekend after. It's, yeah. Yeah. So Ireland is going to be in New Zealand. It's going to be in Maui this year. Yeah. How's it get better than that? And Dallas yeah. apparently was out of the park. Out of the park. Mm-hmm. I've been getting so many letters from people from Dallas mm-hmm. about all the magic that's opened up in their lives and all the changes that have already happened and it's only a few days after. I that's love awesome. it. I love it. I love this traveling transformational circus mm-hmm. that I've created. Well, and yeah. now because of Live Your Magic Dallas, you're going back for foundation mm-hmm. in Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Watch out, Dallas. I'm coming back. <laughs> Well, guess what? Speaking of creation, we have met two really amazing creators since we've been here. We and it was so fun. There was, um, uh, Suzanne was making friends while I was working on Thursday. And I um, came out to her and she introduced me to this guy. And I said, well, what do you create in the world? And when I said it that way, his whole face just lit up. It was so great. And actually, he inspired me for my Creatorpreneur Club, what we talked about on our Creatorpreneur Club. But we met a gal last, last, last night, night, Sally, Sally, who actually has this club in Dallas. Mm-hmm. That um, It's a dinner club. It's an event club where, like, they have, like, really cool music while you have dinner. And then after dinner, they have, it's like it turns into Burning Man. And it's like <laughs> trapeze artists and burlesque shows and fire and people flying over the air and I was like I was I loved her so much just sitting and talking about creation and she wouldn't shut up yeah because she was so excited about what she was creating and and one of the things we talked about in Dallas is like what is it you'd like to create that you'd be willing to get run out of town for what would be so fun to create that you wouldn't care if you got run out of town yeah and that's something like that's something that I'm always asking myself because it's like, what is it that I wouldn't take the judgments of others and then stop myself with it? What is it that I love creating so much that I wouldn't let myself stop myself? Yes. You and know? it's so much more fun talking to people about their creations than talking to people about their problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really is. I have to say. And people love it, too. They get all mm-hmm. lit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I think we're out of time. I think we are. Mm-hmm. We've carried on and talked tequila and all kinds of fun things. Um, but <laughs> join us next week because we don't know what we're going to talk about. But, but it's it'll be, be awesome. Good and it's amazing. It's going to be creative. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.